Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Virgin Cocktail Hour. Where we don't need alcohol to have fun. Ever. I think I'm going to start saying that every time, but like yeah. a different variation. Some variation of that. Of that. Because awesome. that's what I tell everybody. I'm like, we call it Virgin Cocktail Hour because we don't need alcohol to have fun. True enough. Well, welcome to our closet again. Always and probably not forever, but you know. Well, probably forever. <laughs> I would hope someday we'd be we move to a better location, a, a better space. I think I think I think you're right that someday we will have a better place. Yeah, I just I just don't see us always doing this from our closet. That seems a little far fetched to me. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I have a movie she has quote, a quote, folks, and I thought about it a while ago because I said guess what movies that's from and he's like i don't even like what and he got i was like oh you know what if you can't guess it now i'm gonna write it down deliberately stumping me folks well i'm not deliberately stumping you but i i said a shorter version of the quote and so now Mm. i'm gonna say a little bit of a longer and see if it jogs more of a memory right so the quote is i get it i understand this is something you're just not open to Still not ringing any bells. Um, it, should I say it like the character says it? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I get it. I understand. This is just something that you're. Uh, it's just something that you're not open to. And then something happens. <laughs> is this from uh, Klaus? No. Okay. Is it from Elf? No. It is um, animated. Okay, so it's animated. It can't be from Encanto because this is no. This isn't. This that. is not a recent movie. Yeah. Um. I just. I don't. I don't know. They open a bag of food. Open a bag of food. This is just something you're not open to. Then they open a bag. I don't. I have any idea what we're a talking bag of about. Food. <laughs> no, no clue you, whatsoever. You will know what it is. I'm tempted to like play it into the microphone and like <laughs> listen to it. Uh, um, you would know. See if I get it from the characters' voices, or the characters' voice. You would 100 percent get it from the sound of the voice. <laughs> uh. Animals. Uh, it's animals. I, I was guessing that. I just... Okay. Hmm. It's not Zootopia. No, it's not Zootopia. It's like based around food. Based? Is this some cloudy with the chance of meatballs movie? No. Okay. All right. You're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'll keep giving him hints. Maybe it'll ring a bell. No, honey. No, it won't. Okay. Oh, goodness. Sorry, I started it. I started it, but didn't have my stuff opened up. I didn't have my volume turned up. Okay, here it is. Okay, I get it. I understand. This is something that you're just oh, not God. open to. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Do you know what that movie I'm going to be an even bigger idiot if I'm wrong. It's over the hedge. <laughs> it's 100% over the hedge. <laughs> Uh, can you imagine if I'd just been like 
oh, I totally get it now. Oh, I'm such an idiot for not getting it. And then I get it wrong. You probably could have said <laughs> open season and like, and I would be like, because I don't know why, but I associate those two movies in my mind. I don't. And that didn't sound any, like, open season has very little to do with food in reality in my head. Like, well, the beginning no, does have a the, lot to do But that's the only food, other but. movie that I could see you saying, right. because in my mind they're linked somehow. Right. Anyway, so yes, Over the Hedge was the movie. Yeah, when I just RJ like, the raccoon's trying to convince them to help him forage for food. Mm-hmm, and he gives them chips. Yep. Anyway, yeah. Anything this good must be good for you. <laughs> Anything yep. that tastes Eat this up, good. kids. Anything this good has to be good for you. Anything ya. that tastes this good has to be good for you. Anyway, yeah. So that's uh, that's the movie. I that's the first one I stumped you on. I think. Maybe I don't remember. Because let's see, I did one. The I can't remember what the first one was, but I feel like you got it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got the first one. I think I got the second one. Yeah, so this would be the first one that I had to like tell is you. Is this what the it third was. one? Yeah, this is the third then, one. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten them all before now. Because we started doing it, I think once we started back up. Can you believe that we're almost to ten podcasts? That's crazy. I know that doesn't seem like a lot. Because it's, it's not. Well, okay, <laughs> but it but kind it, of it's is. It's kind of an accomplishment too. Right, because. If you've actually sat down, that's like 10 hours, basically. Yeah, that's fair. Right? So that's actually not, like, it's not any small feat to yeah. have that. Anyway. No, that's true. So, yeah. Anyway. Um. So, let's see. Who's supposed to supposed to think about this first? I don't know. I think I was asking you a question last time, but like, what did we talk about last week? Well, we we talked about me singing, and then we talked about um talked about all sorts of stuff. But that's not really the point. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to remember. I know I was supposed to lead off because you said because no, the time I asked before that you, the time before that you asked me a question and you said so I think it that you either need to start us off or ask me a similar question. Right, but also last week you weren't feeling great. Yeah, last week I was pretty, pretty off. You're kind of cranky today too. Yeah, just have a bad case of the Mondays, I guess. Yeah, we need to not do stuff on Mondays. Anymore. We could just talk about our last week. It was pretty eventful. We sure could. Talk about the COVID. The COVID. Some of us got the COVID. Oh, I know. We talked about my talk a little bit. I think that that's... Yeah, I think it, those some of the subjects in there did, did come up. Oh, no. But we didn't talk about my talk. Yeah, so we can no. like recap from like last... Because we didn't... We didn't podcast last Monday or last Wednesday. Correct. So, yeah. Anyway, so last Sunday, so a week and a day ago, I gave a talk on the, trying to figure out a good way to 
So basically the parable of the slope, which is it doesn't matter where you start, it matters where you're going, right? Which is kind of, which is something that people talk about a lot and I, that I agree with, right? Yeah, it's also that it's not about where you are specifically. Mm-hmm. Right. Like where you start or where you are, but where you're headed. Right. It's like, well, and and I think, sorry, I got to turn my microphone down a little bit. Ooh, do, 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 do. Is that better? I feel like that's Probably. Better. That um, seems more even. I, one of the things about each day is that it's a new start, right? Right. And that it's kind of interesting because our life is, the way that we form time, there's a start of something mm-hmm. like really often. Right. right. So we have the start of the hour. We have the start of a minute. We have the start of a, but if we go from there, so like start of a minute, the start of an hour, the start of the, the second half of the day, right? Where we go from PM and AM kind of a right. thing. We have the start of the day. We have the start of the week. We have the start of the month. Uh huh. Right. We have the start of the season, right? The summer, the fall, the winter, the spring. And then we have the start of the year. Right. right. And so we have all these like beginnings. And so even though like we could look at our life as a whole and like say we have one start, which is at the beginning of our life, which is what the talk is uh-huh. mainly pointing to. Right. In a lot of ways. Right. Um, but it's also talking about like some of us, some of us were given a better starting point or he he, he calls it an intercept. Right. Because we're talking about the slope. And everything, which is a mathematical term, um, using a graph and everything that it's like the the concept of slope and stuff. And so he calls your starting point your intercept. And so some people have higher intercepts and some people have lower intercepts. But even if you start at a lower intercept, it is possible for you to end up higher if your slope is continuously going up and same for our relationship with heavenly father right and getting closer to god we can get closer to heavenly father just because you're born in the church or you were born being taught about god doesn't mean that you are going to be closer to god at the end somebody who has no idea it's kind of like in the book of mormon king lamoni's father who has spent his entire life pillaging and doing terrible things. Yeah. And then once he's taught about God, which is this is not everyone's experience. Most people's experience is not like this, right? Right. But he's like, I will give all of my sins up to know to know the Lord and everything. And it's this constant like, yep, I know what I want and everything. Right. And please, like, I just want to be on this road. And he did, man. He, he, he did all the good things and everything. And he gave up in his slope, even though he was on a downward trend, right, for most of his life. Right. He turned it around in that moment and started going up. And so that was the start for him. Yeah. Right. That was his new beginning, which is what the atonement allows us to do. Right. And so, right, which... Many people, for him, right, there were many, I'm sure, people who were born in the church, unlike he was, 
who could do more for their testimony and more for their relationship with Heavenly Father, and they weren't, right? Right. So it doesn't matter so much where you start, but where you're going and where you're going to end up, right? Right. And so, um, so yeah, so I kind of like that. And then also that it's like if you have a higher intercept, like I know that I have a higher intercept in a lot of ways because – I was born into a family, nothing, nothing I had control over. Right. Right. I was just born into a family who gave me a rock solid foundation Yeah. with continual scripture study and prayer and priesthood blessings and going to church and having gospel discussions. Right. And so, yeah. Anyway, I feel like I could just preach about it all day because I'm just like, probably. It's just so good. And I feel like people are just like, oh, well, I, and it also the concept of grace. I think writing this talk, I had this epiphany that I was like, that's what they say. Like that grace makes up the difference. They're not talking about like that because there was a, I feel like this was a talk forever ago that somebody gave or somebody gave it specifically in like my like stake or word or something uh-huh. like in our congregation. And they said they like did a graph, right? But they did like a bar graph. Okay. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, where's my best? Right. Right. And it's like, well, where is your best? It's like, let's say your best is here and everything. And it's like, well, what does grace take care of? And it's like the grace takes care of the rest. Right. And I liked that at the time, but now looking back on it, I'm like, that's a very poor way of trying to quantify it because it makes it look like a number. Right. Whereas what the, what grace actually is, is more like the slope of your line, right? Is your slope faced down then you're, and you're not getting closer to God, right? Mm-hmm. That means you're not trying your best. Right. Right. Because you're going away from God. People will be like, well, I, I'm not reading my scriptures every day and I'm not doing this or whatever. It's like, OK, maybe. Maybe not. But are you trying in some facet? Right. Right. The very the very fact that you're trying means something. Right. Right. Whereas if you're not trying. That's that's where it that's where it changes. Right. Right. And so. So we always can improve. It's not about it's not about being perfect. It's about the trying factor. Right. And it like it's not about being worthy isn't about being perfect. Right. Right. And so is your slope going up? Are you trying to get closer to Heavenly Father? If you're trying to get closer to Heavenly Father and your slope is up, right, and going in the positive direction, then grace is working for you. Right. Right. Because faith without works is dead and you have to actually do something, right? It's after all we... Well, how does the scripture go? After all we can do. Um, By Uh, grace are we we saved after all we can do. Right. Or by grace we are saved after all we can do. Yeah. And so after all we can do, that part is the slope, right? Are you trying? Are you really doing right? And people want to like try and quantify it. Right. Like, how much do I have to do? Yeah. Like, we want a number. 
what do I have to do to reach this threshold of all I can do? And how do I know when I've, when I'm achieving it? Right. The answer is you don't know what all you can do is other than, you know, whether or not you're trying. Right. But I think that that's like beautiful. And I guess you can disagree with this. Like you can always disagree. <laughs> and always. Um, I often do. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's just so wonderful. Um, it's not what you said yesterday. Uh, I said it sarcastically, okay? <laughs> um, there was a... There's a time in life sometimes where you're like, yeah, I'm doing a lot and everything. I'm figuring things out. And then there will come a point where God calls you to do more. And he's like, okay, you've done this for a while. And you're kind of like, okay. It's like a defining point in your life. It's like kind of like when you're like shifting gears to do a little bit more. He's going to ask. He's like, right. you ready to move to the next gear? Okay, let's do this. Level up. Right. And it's not comfortable, but it's he's asking you, are you going to, are you going to step up a little bit more? Are you going to come with me? And there have been times where I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to do more. I'm so <laughs> tired. Right. <laughs> kind of a thing. And then, and it's not, it's one of those things like Heavenly Father won't ask you to do something that you don't have strength for. But he also knows how much more capable we are. Right. Um. Then than we do and the other thing is like god with we we've talked about this in past podcasts right god doesn't give us trials so like people be like heavenly father doesn't give you more than you can handle and it's like god didn't give them the death of that loved one that isn't something that he's like you're not you're strong enough to handle this right and in the times when you're not strong enough he's there right right but he didn't the difference right but he isn't like there being like they're going to be able to handle the death of this loved one he's not looking at it like that and he's not giving you that trial right he's looking at it, he's like this is a crappy situation right and i'm here for you right right so anyway those are my thoughts very convoluted very messy gave a talk then got covid yep thankfully i did not get covid even more thankfully Shares COVID was pretty mild. Yeah. So many people that we know the COVID has been terrible. And I'm like, well, I lucked out. Yeah, we're in the midst of the kind of the Omicron spike. In our area, yeah. And so caseloads have been much higher than they've been previously. And a whole bunch of people that haven't gotten it before are getting it now. And all the things. So... It, because we're both vaccinated and the current rules and everything, I was able to still go to school this week, um, which was nice to not miss school and not have to figure out how to make that up with my my teachers. Though there are plenty of protocols that, like, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. It's just a little bit easier and a little bit nicer not to have to worry about it. Right. Well, and I only had, like, three worst days because I got it from Sunday evening going into Monday so I guess I might have had it Sunday 
but I was, I have, I have a thing where I get sick in isolation, if that makes sense. So like I will be alone, basically. The only person who's seeing anybody is Nathaniel. Right. And I will get sick because, not because we're seeing anybody who has COVID, but because I've stayed up too many days in a row really yeah. late and stuff like that. And that has you'll, happened many times. You'll spontaneously infect just with like a sinus kind of infection and if then, you stay up too late too yeah, many and then times my in a row. Will, and then my throat will get sore because of the sinus infection. Yeah. And so it's a really weird twist of events. And so this time, I think because I was already compromised, COVID was like, hey, ooh, party ground. Right, exactly. So, but I fortunately recovered well. And I was like, man, this was way easier than pneumonia 13 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're just very grateful that that was our experience because we know that hasn't been the case for everyone. Right. So very grateful for that. Um, School was school. Oh, I dropped a class this week. Linear algebra, baby. Yeah. Well, I was taking five classes this semester, and that was just a bit much, especially with classes like linear algebra and a transport phenomena class that's some fluid mechanics and some heat and mass transfer stuff. And so it was just, we were a week and a half in and I already felt overwhelmed and like I wasn't keeping up and that's not a good place to put yourself. Right. Because the first week is never very hard. Right. For the most part. So it was a, that was a signal signal to me that I was obviously missing things. And that I was I was too overwhelmed to, to focus really on it all. He was really stressed, which Nathaniel's stress looks different than most people's stress. Usually I'm like, it took me a long time to figure out when you were stressing out because like you, you don't handle it well, but you don't handle stress well. You do handle a lot of stressors well, right? Uh-huh. But then like when you you yourself start to get stressed right you do not handle that well at all no which i don't say i wouldn't say that most people handle it well but like comparing you and i right i handle stress way better than you do right because i kind of unfortunately live in like a constant state of stress which i'm working on not doing right right but like you have this like you just like completely shut down and you forget like, oh, I can contact somebody about this. Like, right. Right. My brain is like immediately like, who can I ask for help? What can I do about this? Right. Problem solving. And you're just like, you only can focus on the problem at hand and like just get. And like, I just, yeah. No, it's like my a brain perpetual much, problem. Yeah. My, my brain very much shuts down when I get overwhelmed and stressed like that. And then the other thing is then you start to shut me out. Right. Which then I'm like, what is going on? And it took me, it, again, it took me forever because you don't talk about your feelings very often <laughs> to figure out this is how Nathaniel responds to stress. When this is happening, make sure to address it instead of <laughs> ignoring it. So then was I the one who 
I said, do you need to take it another semester? Like, is there a way for you to take it a different semester or were you the one to, I said, I, I had already, like... I had been thinking about it before we talked, but you were the one who actually brought it up. I brought it up because I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is the right decision, but I don't know anything else. Yeah. I and said, that this was... isn't a good sign that, that you're already behind and you're only like two days in. Right. And that was, that had been my thought before I called you and part and, but I was like, not sure how to bring it up because it feels like just giving up. Right. And I, I didn't, I didn't like that. I felt in that moment, which this is like, this has happened a couple times in our marriage, actually. I feel like it's happened more over the last year than it has any of the years prior to uh, that right at any of the years prior to this last year that the holy ghost was guiding that that conversation right very closely and that i was really frustrated with you because there were some things that i was like i thought you weren't doing right which there were some things that you didn't do like contact your teacher that you you should have done right but um I realized I was like, he is just so overwhelmed and there's not, this isn't a one-time occurrence. This is going to just keep happening this semester right. and it's not a good idea yeah. to keep pushing the issue. And so you had said, well, I'll just keep taking this class, right? I'll basically, yeah, I said I'll sit through it and just basically take the F at the end of the semester. Right, and I was like, and in my head, I was like, no, I don't think that you should do that because, A, you can lose scholarships that way. Yeah, and that's true. And then also, like, that was that wasn't kind of an afterthought, but also I was like, it just doesn't feel like a good idea. And then you were still going to have to show up. That right. was still time that you yeah. could be doing. Like, you're already, you're still full-time. Even with dropping that class, you're still yeah. a full-time student. And so... You don't need to be trying to learn the information even with all the other credits that you have. Right. And so, anyway, so then you decided to drop the class. Yep. And everything. And it was much better week mm -hmm. after that. So. Yeah. So, anyway, I feel like there's been much less stress. It's been much happier in the home. <laughs> <laughs> And everything, we still had some adjusting to do, but I feel like it's far less adjusting that we had to do going from last semester to this semester than we did from this summer. Right. To. Which makes sense. I mean. Because of the break. Yeah. I still wish the break was a little bit longer. But oh, yeah. No, I 100% wish we got like a whole month off here. They could have just started. I just A don't bunch understand. of the teachers feel the same way. Right, because if they're going to start after Labor Day, right, right, because of Labor Day, they might as well start after Human Rights Day. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense. The logic doesn't transfer. <laughs> well, and I don't think they're starting after Labor Day because of Labor Day. They're starting after Labor Day because of COVID. Like that's what that's what caused them to make the change. Pre-COVID, they started in August, and that's part of what's created this weird semester gap. Right is I think they always started early in January, but they used to get off a week earlier in December. Can we start a petition? Maybe. 
write to the dean something, formulate a really nicely written letter, be like, this sucks. Here's why. Well, and it's not just the students that are frustrated. Like a couple of teachers teachers are like, we didn't even really have time to get our stuff in order for the classes. Right. It feels like I don't I don't mind them starting the week after. I really don't mind them starting like the week after New Year's. Right. Mm -hmm. That's really not that big of a deal, except for in a year like this. Right. Where they kind of screwed everything up. My problem is that they start so late that it then bites into your Christmas. Right. And so it's like you need to start a week early. Yeah. Because it's just ridiculous that you're going that far up against Christmas. Yeah. And so this is college. Like we're no longer elementary and everything. It's not like we're like trying to bide for time kind of a thing. We just need to be adults about this, okay? Right. Plan our lives better. <laughs> well, and you have people traveling, so like it's hard hard on them to have such a short window. Right. So, anyway. Yeah. If you're the if you know the dean of Nathaniel's school, <laughs> <laughs> You can send this podcast to them. That's right. <laughs> Love you dearly. Please reorganize the way you do things. Yeah. Which I feel like they're kind of in the midst of doing in a way. They keep reconfiguring things about classes and class schedules and when things are that way. Right. So it's like their engineering program is... Almost eight years years old now. Yeah, so not super old. So it's pretty recent, but like they're having issues with some of their classes that I just don't understand why they're why they're still having in terms of scheduling and formatting. Like this capstone class, it this we're the fifth run of this class. Right. Fourth, fourth or fifth run of this class. And they still haven't figured out how to handle ordering things. That's ridiculous. Which is like a major part of this class is being able to order supplies to work on these projects. Right. And it's just like, It's a huge problem. Yeah. There should be a way for you to order this stuff on your own and then get a reimbursement form. Right. Yeah, something like that. I think the what the, the school. Does it. Mm-hmm, I think what the school's trying to avoid is students not getting a a purchase cleared first and just spending the money stupidly. Right, which is true, but that's why you somebody always has to approve the purchase. Right. Right. But, so what they what they would need to do is just have like a the form, but then like you order it and then submit receipts for a refund. But I wonder if there's some sort of issue with that in terms of the way they get their funds from right. government stuff. Right, I guess stuff that's true, yeah. And all those things. That like, definitely could. Like, I can see a bureauc- lot of issues. Bureauc- bureaucracy makes things so much harder. Gotta love it. So I'm sure there's lots of 
lots of things that go into trying to figure out how to handle the, that part the best. And they might have, I think they've actually got the, like the ordering process to a decent point this semester. What they really need to do is have two sections of this class though. What do you mean two sections? They need to have two teachers in charge of this class. Oh yeah. They don't have two It's one teacher for 130 students. Oh my word. Is this the and only you, class you, that they teach? No. No, it's not. Oh my word. This is that's ridiculous. And so, I mean, you can break that down by 4 essentially. You could break it down by 4 because, even even because just we're in groups half. of 4. No, I'm saying we're groups of 4. So the actual number of things they have to grade is divided by 4. Oh, okay. For almost every assignment. There's okay. like Two is two individual assignments a semester, so it is closer to like a thirty or forty, somewhere between thirty and forty student class. Right, in which that would sense. be significantly better than what you're doing right now. Right, which is in not unusual class size for a university. This is normal conversation for us, by the way. I just want to say that right now. I'm like, this is a weird <laughs> thing to be talking about. <laughs> That, like, this is a normal thing for us to talk about. We talk about how things are done, how they can be improve, improved. Like, maybe we should start a business. Maybe. How to improve your processes. <laughs> Actually, the original Cheaper to Buy the Dozen and everything. So, like, right, Disney did a movie, Cheaper by the Dozen. But the actual people that that, like, there's a book about their lives and everything. He was a real man. Everything, at least I think so. Yeah. Is Cheaper by the Dozen a real story? <laughs> I just have to make sure that I've got my facts. Cheaper by the Dozen is a semi-autobiographical autobiographical novel written by Frank Bunker Gilbreth Jr. and Ernestine Gilbreth Carey, published in 1948. The novel recounts the author's childhood lives growing up in a household of 12 children and everything so yes it is anyway but he had he would do that for people right so interesting he, like one of the things that his children like you know how we were talking about like some people are just built to have more kids yeah him and his wife were built to have more kids so they that's why they had 12 children right is because like he taught his children how to um how to have uh how to multiply really quickly and everything which was something that a lot of children could do in their heads already okay, yeah but then they would like do like five six digit numbers in oh, their wow. head like fast and everything and then he'd also show them like this is how you properly wash yourself in the sh shower as to maximize time. This is right. And then everybody got their tonsils out and everything and they were filming so that he could assess how to do it faster and everything. But the cap <laughs> was on the camera and everything. Oh, no. so, and he it's it was a whole thing. Anyway, it's really funny to watch the movie. If you haven't watched the movie, it's very it's very funny. Um, and. Uh, there was a, a bricklayer and everything and he's just like, I bet you I could do it faster and everything. And so he's like, you try your hand. 
And he did. He sped up the process and everything. Right. And so that is legitimately what his job was, was to optimize things to optimize things and to show people how they could do them faster and better right and i think that if you had somebody who literally their only job was to optimize things optimize things in a company right if you had like optimize ceo of optimizing kind of a thing or whatever right (laughs) chief executive optimizer yeah too bad I think that CEO already exists. Right. I They'd think have to you'd be have, the CEOP. Right. Because then you could also, you could send that person like, not complaints, but like. Recommendations. Recommendations and, and um, constructive criticism and stuff like that. Right. When they're like, yeah, is this a problem? And how do we solve this problem the best way? Right. And they can have a team in optimizing things right right and i think that that's the problem is we don't have people who are strictly dedicated to making the processes easier and better in areas where it counts yeah. right and so what we do is we waste money doing things one way and spending so long trying to s- solve the problem because the people who are solving the problem that isn't their job to be right. trying to optimize it. They've got two or three plus other things that they're also trying to do. Right. Like they shouldn't be trying to optimize it. Hey, you could write that letter. <laughs> you could write that letter. Be like, my wife would be totally willing to do this for you. <laughs> my wife would love a job. My wife would love a job. Because she, she doesn't t- have a full-time job at she, home. She doesn't have a full-time job at home. And, um, and she would love for you to, she has some ideas for you. <laughs> She has some things she'd like to pitch. Yeah. Anyway. So. uh, Anyway. So, yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think every company that has a reason for things to be optimized. Right. So it's Mm -hmm. like. Right. There are some things where it's like. It's better to not have it that way. Right. There are certain aspects of a company that I'm sure like. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Right. But I would say in most companies, you have something that needs to be optimized and that your people that are working for you and the people you're serving will be benefited by doing that and everything. Right. So somebody somebody take that idea and go with it because <laughs> we'll never get around to it i think this is why i'm not the business person though is because i don't i'm great at coming up with ideas mm-hmm. but i'm better at perfecting other people's ideas mm-hmm. if that makes sense so i'm like i can look at your idea and i'm like that's really great what if also on top of that you do right. this what if you added this thing or you right. changed this thing or whatever what i was raised to do let's be honest yeah yeah that definitely uh, is in your jeans it is i am wearing jeans right now too you are well they're they're denim anyway yeah they're overalls anyway so yeah so now how are you doing (laughs) i'm just great you're tired i'm very tired what did you do today, babe? We uh, 
organized the kids' rooms mm-hmm. and rearranged them. Yeah, they entirely. look completely different now. The beds have moved. The dressers have moved. And by dressers, I mean clothing boxes. There is one dresser, but it's not used for clothes. <laughs> yeah, there's a dresser in number three's room, but it's not for her. It has games. has the, the Cosmograph. It has the is p- extra paper and extra like office supplies. It has some of our decoration stuff. Yeah. Which I was so happy to figure out where to put those blocks, man. We have these decorative blocks that my mom made for us that it like, there's some green ones. And on one side it says Easter. And on the other side it has, um, I think it says Lucky. Yeah, it says Lucky. Lucky with like a, a clover. a clover on one of them. And everything, right? So they're like, oh, what are they? One by twos? Two by two by threes? I think they're I two know. by threes. They're smaller than two by fours. Yeah. And they're not two by twos. So yeah, probably a two by three. Yeah, two by three. Um, So, um, yeah. So like you can flip them around. So there's six of them. And... We just haven't really had a great place to put them basically our entire marriage where that where I can go in and get them easily. Yeah. And then. Now we just need a good place to display them. Yeah. Which actually I do have a place to display them. I just need a piece. Actually, this piece of wood right here uh-huh. would be perfect for that. Great. So we perfect. can take that off my wall and go put that in. I'll do that tomorrow. Sounds good. Um. The so. current holidays blocks are on the counter for you. Yes. So yeah. Oh, so like Christmas and Valentine's Day are on the same blocks. The same blocks. That way, like, can can. Uh, la, 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 um, All you have to do is turn around. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What's the word? Neighboring holidays are on the same set of blocks. Sequels not the right word. Subsequent. No. Yeah, subsequent. That's the word. <laughs> I was like, I was like, ah, oh, it starts with an S. Um. Yeah, that way they are all fitted out already. Yep. And you don't have to change them out, which is definitely my kind of decoration. Right. It just works better. Yeah. And also in her room, we also, the other thing that's in in the number three's room is we have... What do we call them? Wreaths that I've made for each yeah. holiday. And then I have a banner for every holiday, which I think we've mentioned. So so everything is in that room that I want to put up and everything except for our Christmas stuff, which is under our bed. Yeah. But that's like a whole big holiday. I don't decorate big ho- like big yeah. like that for other stuff. Anyway. Well, in some we have some like Easter and Valentine stuff in other boxes, but it's not so much decoration stuff in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we did here. And then we ended up over at my parents helping them do some stuff in their basement, which has on and off been tried to be like a, a playroom so that the kids weren't underfoot while we, if we wanted to like play games as a family, but, Things keep happening. Either the kids get into things that they weren't supposed to because we didn't baby-proof the area as well as we should have. 
or other people put their stuff down there or just various things. Or people are staying down there. Yeah, sometimes people stay down there when there's guests. I think they're trying to get things to a point where they can just use the the other room that's down in the basement instead of the uh-huh. whole room. Because yeah. it would be nice to not have the entire basement be kind of taken over taken over when people come right that it's just like this one just this one room and everything because there's there's the main room it's kind of like a living room and then an offshoot of that room that you can lock and stuff like that or whatever which is kind of actually optimal for that kind of thing yeah so yeah I like their basement. <laughs> right. Basements are nice in Arizona because they stay kind of um, temperature balanced. Right. No matter the season, they're kind of Except the same Except for it was hot down there today. It was hot down there today. I think it's because there's no airflow. Yeah. Not really, anyway. Yeah. It was pretty warm down there today. Um, but usually it's... Like, yeah. cooler down there in the summer and warmer in the winter. Yeah. So, it just depends. So, anyway. Yeah, it's in the air, though, because I have a friend who, like, they are, did a bunch of stuff in their uh, garage or whatever. And last week, I was supposed to go over to her house and help her, like, declutter a bunch of stuff. And then you got COVID. And then I got COVID. And so, but... I told her, I said, I have a bunch of containers that you can use. Yeah. And she used all of them. <laughs> and then um, they they were able to use it in like they're figuring everything out with their garage because they just moved and everything. And so yeah. that was fun and everything. It was like, oh, I helped somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff we weren't using anymore is helping somebody Yay. else. Yay. Yeah. So that was awesome. Um, and then we were able to, so they are doing stuff. My mom's doing stuff. Um, we're doing stuff. Your parents are doing stuff or whatever. And there was a lot of stuff that like I was, I went down there and I was like, man, like. They did a lot. They did. They did. They did a lot. And mom was just like, I'm done getting rid of all of this stuff. Uh-huh. And Which is stuff that has needed to go for a while, really. Right. But They're just finally ready to do it. Well, and and more than that, mom has the energy to do it yeah. and everything. And so... Yeah, that helps. Because she went through a period where she just was not able to do anything for a couple years. And so now she's finally to a point where she's able to not just do what she needs to do, but also some extra things that she wants to do. Right. And so this was a fun day to be able to do that especially because she was going through some things and and some things are sentimental because they're like toys and stuff like that and games and she had four out of five of her boys there and so she's just like oh just come down like <laughs> yeah come down and please give me some input on this stuff and whether everything. i can keep whether i need to keep this or i can get rid of it yeah and they she did she got rid of so much stuff yeah and it's pretty awesome i went out to the they have a because of where they live, it's just easier to do like a really big like dumpster bin. Yeah. And it is insane like how much stuff was in that and everything. And she's like, she's like, there's other stuff under uh, underneath there and everything. But it was still, I could sit, I could see all of the stuff that had been put in. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. And so, 
Yeah. Tis the season to declutter. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> spring cleaning. <laughs> spring cleaning. Even though it's not spring yet. Yeah. Well, it's spring down here. <laughs> it does feel like spring. Yeah. The uh, spring. Is it equinox? I thought equinox was in the fall. Um, summer solstice winter solstice is it spring and autumn equinox uh that kind of makes sense yeah it's in like march let me see what is the spring equinox yeah march 21st which makes sense it's, it's usually right around there so okay so now we have to see if it's fall equinox I think it's autumnal. What is the fall equinox, equinox called? Autumnal co- equinox. <laughs> autumnal equinox. I was right. Yeah, I guess autumnal is the more correct way to say it. Yeah. Why do we call it fall if autumn is technically the correct? Because the leaves fall down. Okay. Is that literally the only reason? I'm pretty sure. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I- that makes me sad. Yeah, autumn has always been the more technically correct term for it. Okay. Which is much more descriptive for places like, you know, Arizona, where there are very few leaves that actually fall. Right. Yeah, no, we don't have. Well, we do, but like it feels like the leaves are falling year round. Yeah, there's some of that too. There's certainly a lot of leaves that die in the summer and fall. <laughs> I can't live anymore. I can't take the heat. (laughs) You can't take the heat. You can't handle the heat. Neither can you, okay? (laughs) That's why we live in air-conditioned buildings. Yup. Um, yeah. So, yeah, how have you been? Good. I'm really proud of us, because... We've done family home evening two out of the three Mondays of the month and everything, which mm-hmm. I feel like is total it's win. Two, two out of three more than we've been doing. Yeah, which I wouldn't say that it's like the most family home evening thing we've ever done. Like we didn't sing a song tonight and we didn't. Um, open with a prayer. We didn't open with a prayer, but we did do a lesson. Yeah. And uh, that was, I was like, there's effort there. We have tried. We There was a lesson. Yeah. Well, and we got home late and our kids are still young. So there's a lot that goes into into being able to, to make that happen. I do not remember doing family home evening when I was young. Yeah. Right? Like... Not that it like not that I don't have memories from when I was young, but I do not remember doing family home evening a lot in like in my like my childhood home, like before we moved. Right. And like I remember reading scriptures and saying prayers and stuff like that, but I don't remember doing Yeah. The other stuff and everything. And I think that that's partially because like I do remember like some Yeah, right? I remember having sporadic ones. Right. And I think that's probably because I was born in the top half of the children. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. My family pretty much has always had sporadic family home evenings. Right. So, 
And I would like to be consistent, right? At least at doing them. Like it's not necessarily the best, like it doesn't have to be the most perfect, but it needs to be something. Because if you give to the Lord, he always gives back way more. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. I know. Aren't the headphones weird? Nathaniel's adjusting them and they don't like rotate well and everything. So It's okay if you can use both hands to adjust, but we do hold our microphones in one hand right now because yeah. of the way our setup is. So yeah. Literally. Here. I'll take a picture. Of how we're sitting. And all our Instagram people will be very confused. They will all be very confused unless you unless follow us. Unless they listen to the podcast. This is how we are sitting. Boop. Like with our legs. We're sitting with our legs like across each other. So he has one leg on me and I have one leg on him. Which that part's opt- optional. But that gives you a good idea of how much space we have. Yeah, we don't have very much space. <laughs> we have more space than we did. Yes, we did reorganize our closet to... Her closet to allow better space for Slightly it. accommodate. And I'm going to be redoing what I use for clothing. And I'm going to be kind of figuring that whole thing out. So that'll be... We should have much more room come that reorganization. Yeah. Which we'll get to. We're working our way through the house. We started with the kids' rooms because for the most part, we knew we could probably get them done today. And and, it, and the other thing is is that we can't do those places while they're asleep. Right. Everything else can be done while they're asleep. Yeah. Well, and we also, they have areas for some of the storing stuff that we're going to need to use. Yeah, that's true. That, that's was, right, that's that was the other part of the thought process is getting them, like number three's room is still child locked. So for the most part, no one but us goes in there. Right. And so once we have it set, it pretty much stays that way as long as we are on top of keeping it that way. Right. There are things that have not moved in that room until today because we finally, finally, finally cleaned up. Also, we got to clean the walls because the kids, (laughs) oh man. Greasy fingers. Greasy fingers and dirty feet and everything on their walls. They have a bunk bed. The boys have a bunk bed. And you could tell where the line was, where, like, the beds were and children were kind of a thing. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. New thing. Every Saturday, we need to clean the walls. It was the same thing with number three's crib, too. Yeah, you could see, like, the jail bar cell things or whatever. And it was like, oh, gross. Okay. All right. We need to clean the walls more and everything. So it's, I don't know. It's things that it's like we haven't dealt with that before. Right. Um. In other places, because we haven't, I don't think we've ever had a bed in a spot Single long spot enough, enough yeah. to deal with that. And the boys there, let's see, when did we get the bunk bed? I think it was 2020. It was just, it, it was after COVID It wasn't started. after, yeah, so it was like summer but of 2020. it wasn't super deep into COVID. Yeah. So I think it was just after the baby was born. It was just after number was, three was born. I almost want to say it was just before. No. I thought we had the oh, bunk bed yeah, set up because, before. Because number two was still in a crib. Yeah. We so, got the bunk bed set up just before. I think it was spring. So it was right before she was born. Yeah. 
because I was like, oh, we're going to need. Yeah, I, I really do think it was just when when COVID was very first becoming a thing. It was like in the first month. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was awesome because somebody was getting rid of it. And we were like, we'll take it. Peace. And it has been lifesaver. Yeah. So literally, as long as number three has been in a crib, she has been in that location. No, we did move it once. Oh, yeah. We did rotate it. I think. Yeah. We didn't move it very far, but I think we did rotate it. We did rotate it. It was in the same corner, but rotated. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's been it's been a long time, though. So, yeah. Anyway. Yep. It was a productive day. was. Then tomorrow I'm back at school the rest of the week, and you're on your own. I am on my own, but I am... Actually, not set up a ton for success. <laughs> Do you feel Maybe. better prepared though? Like, no, things aren't necessarily better in place. But yeah, because the thing is, like, the kids' rooms aren't they aren't in a functional place for me. Like, the kitchen is a more functional. Oh, I see place what you're saying. Me. Yeah. So, so in that way, no. But I think having gone through those rooms, like, right. if I decide, hey, I'm going to put this thing in the boys' closet, or I'm going to put this thing in number three's room which actually i probably won't no having done her, her room, room now it's I think not as everything fit, that doesn't make that, as much sense to try and store stuff in there as we thought it did originally right but like i don't know there's already things being stored right like under yeah. the bed there are diapers yep. and in in the dresser there are things that are being stored right yeah whereas before there wasn't anything right being stored yeah and so, or well, well, those things have all always been stored there, and so it doesn't make sense for anything extra to be stored there. Yeah. And so, I like that the car seats in there. Um, I love that we still have the same car seat that we used for number one, which will probably be the only car seat that we use for all of our children. Yeah. Because <laughs> it won't, it doesn't expire until twenty twenty four. Right. And so as long as we have a baby before, uh, I think at the end of 2024 is when it expires, right? Yeah. So as long as we have a baby sometime this year. This year or early next year, we'll be okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Uh, but in the boys' room, they've got a closet that's just empty, basically. Yeah. At there's, this point. There's literally nothing in there but stuff we're trying to store. And so, and not even all of that necessarily needs to be in the closet to be stored. That's just where we've got it right now. Yeah. And there's just a there's just a lot of things, a lot of things that. But having gotten started, does that make it easier mentally? It makes it easier for me to see the path that we're on, uh-huh. right? Because like we have this path of minimalism and wanting to be more minimalistic, and. Right. The The whole reason we're able to do our podcast is because we started on this road of minimalism. Right. Yeah. Right. But I think that I need to have a better goal in mind. Mm. Right. Like, when do I want to have the house optimized? Right. And I think that it's not. I think I need to have like a date. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I would like to have it optimized 
by like the first of July kind of a thing. Right. Right. And then go from there and, and just work through each room. And like, we have a day, like a specific day, like once a week where you and I work on it or once a month where you and I work on it kind of a thing. Yeah. And then just go from there and everything. And then making that, doing those things and doing it better every single time. I don't know. It just comes back down to the optimizing things, right? Yeah. Well, and we were able to make a pretty good amount of progress between the two kids' rooms today. Yeah, we got But part of that was because the boys' room already had basically nothing in it. Most of the time in the boys' room was spent just reorganizing it or re... I would say most of the time was um, actually dedicated to cleaning. Yeah, that's true too. Like a, a good deep clean of the room. Yeah. So yeah. So it was like lots of deep cleaning and making sure that things were like sanitized and stuff. Yeah. And opening windows and getting fresh air into the house and you know... Which is very much a spring cleaning kind of thing to do. Right. So it was it was like our spring cleaning day, but I'm going to be keeping on doing things. Right. Um, but what I was going to say, so what I was going to say is like, it's not like a single day would necessarily be quite as obviously productive right. in other rooms because it's not like, we well, couldn't sit down necessarily next Monday and do both, which I have school again next Monday, but we couldn't, like, next Saturday or whatever, sit down and do the living room and the kitchen the same way we just did the kids' rooms. Right. That's that's mostly what I'm saying. Like, it and might I, not be and quite as... And I agree, as, but I think that we could do one of those rooms. Probably could. Right, yeah. but those are also bigger rooms. Right. Um, And actually, the living room, I think we could do. I think we could do the living room and the big room. Yeah, we probably could. Right. Because those rooms have become simplified a lot of what enough. Needs, yeah, a lot of what needs to happen in those is figure out what's ended up in them now that's not supposed to be there. Right. And how do we optimize the and space? Where, yeah. And then where do we put some of this stuff that's homeless? Right. Because I think a big thing that's a problem in our house is there's not a lot of storage. Yeah. The, the kind of manufactured ha- home that what this is like we didn't get to choose this like somebody else chose this and we just happened right we just happened to buy this property that also has this house on it yeah kind of a thing so um so it's it's difficult because there's very little storage space you have a walk-in closet i have a walk-in closet but they're very small yeah and they're barely walk-in closets yeah there isn't really much storage in the bathrooms nope there's not a closet in one of the bedrooms yep and there's a small closet in the boys room yeah but other than that there is no other closets we made a closet yep out of the air handler where the air handler used to be yep because it we no longer use that we got mr cool diys because those are more effective for the house anyway. Yeah. And like just Well, once upon a time, the... I'm sure the air handler worked, but it was a couple decades old. And on top of that, the just venting having it had on. holes in it. Yeah. Well, and having just having it on, the electricity 
it cost 50 bucks just to have the just to have the breaker on yeah not even to be running the unit so yeah no it was definitely old and having issues in that respect too yeah and so so anyway so it's like we've made the the most of that space yeah and everything it still needs to be optimized a little bit i think we need to figure out how to better store things in there yeah because it's I like agree. for blankets and towels but it's a mess <laughs> yeah it kind of is and so um i just had an idea actually about how to do that so maybe i should write that down probably um, but anyway so it's so there's very little storage so we're trying to figure out how to store things without like in a concealed way because neither of us likes to have things out in the open right um which then means that you have to be creative. You have yeah. to be creative with how you store things and stuff. So you gonna make me pause it so you can write your thing down? Uh no, I was well, I don't know. I didn't know if we wanted to pause no, it. Write it down. <laughs> Depends how long you think it'll take you to write it down, but you write that down. We don't wanna lose it. So okay, so here's my idea is we could hang towels. I'm I'm gonna This is, this is one way to write it down, I suppose. Right. We can hang <laughs> towels on on like those clippy hangers okay yeah um and then you have um i don't know that this is actually like i think it would optimize the space but i don't know that we would do it i think that okay. this is the problem right right so you would hang it on a hanger and then you'd hang it on that bottom part right so there's right. like three sections to yeah. the closet the part that, that we originally were intending children to be able to go into yeah, and like do a little library, which never happened. They do like it. I just think that it's dark in the right. hall, yeah, and everything. And but it just it doesn't get used for that. Yeah, and so, um, I guess we could put their hamper there, but no, I think it's better to have it in their room. Yeah, which I I agree. But anyway, so yeah, so that's my my idea for the towels. Yeah, that could work. Um, I think the biggest issue is quilts. Yeah, that is the biggest issue. We need a good way to... Because a large portion of our problem is that they like to overbalance and then like fall out and we just end up shoving them up there and it's not very organized. And then we forget some of what's up there. and Right, which most everything that is there does get used. There are some things, though, that I think that we just need to let go. Yeah, probably. Like, I've gone through it several times at this point, and every single time I go through it, I'm like, oh, man, like, maybe we should get rid of this or whatever, and I'm like, well, maybe we'll use it again. Yeah. But the more that I realize, I'm like, we run, what we're trying to do is instead of having more of something, we're just trying to run things faster. Right. Right, so Turn run the dishwasher. Faster. Like, run the dishwasher, like, and then... And then you just have the dishes faster, right? You're still going to end up doing the same amount of dishes. You just, right. you're having to run the dishwasher faster. Right. Kind of a thing. So, um, and also like, so like that goes for blankets too and stuff like that. Right. And like number one is still potty training at night. Yeah. And so that's still kind of an issue. <laughs> Everything like he's mostly good. But we'll have stints where it's like a couple nights in a row and everything because he's still pretty young. And so 
anyway, so then, then you have to like wash a lot of stuff all at once. So it's like, right. well, how many do you actually need? And, and everything. And the kids do tend to like the fuzzy blankets. Yeah, they do. And so, yeah. Anyway, it's just all a very interesting, complex problem. Yeah. When there's sometimes you like, you need to go through things multiple times to let go of the thought that you'll use it. Like, right. This time around through number three's room, we had some like pocket knife type stuff that the first time we went through and did stuff, we had put in the container and then it just never really got finished. But I kind of had the thought like, well, it needs to go out with our camping stuff and we'll use it someday and whatever. Right. And then going through this time, I'm like, I don't even like these knives. Right. I think so- you, you, what's the word? You raise your standard. Right. And everything, you're just like, I'm not going to be manipulated. I'm not going to manipulate myself into thinking that I need this so that. Right. Right. Or guilt trip myself into keeping this. Right. Well, and I think there's. I think I've also, I'm also at a, we're at a place in our lives where I'm more confident to, to say like, if we really need a pocket knife for whatever reason, we'll get one that's actually nice and we like. Right. Instead of one that's just old and we don't like that much. Right. Because it's like, you don't need to, you don't need to hang on to stuff that you think you might be able to use because it comes from that kind of scarcity mindset. Right. Right. Like we won't have enough, but also, like you said, you're confident that you can you can buy it right. and everything. And I think that that's a huge thing with becoming self reliant and knowing that the Lord is going to bless you. Right. And yeah, it's just a whole thing. I have so many thoughts on that, but I won't go into that because we're already at an hour or so hour and twelve minutes. So, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Good progress. Looking forward to more progress this coming week and the next several months till we finally kind of get things squared away. I think it's always a work in progress in a lot of ways. Right. Because there's, there's always new things coming in because life and there's then there's things that go out not necessarily when you'd expect them to, but like some things break when you're when you actually would like to still be using it or whatever. Right. I think if anything, if you get anything from this podcast, don't give up. If you're like decluttering and everything, and if you're working towards a more simple living situation, don't give up because it does get better. It took a while for us you have to be patient with your brain. Yes. Because there's, there's a lot of, there is a lot of sentimentality attached to objects. and It's exhausting. Yeah. And sometimes, like, so, like, I got rid of a couple of things today that. Big items for you. Yeah. And it's just the lo- the more you work your work on like what do I actually want my space to look like what is actually important to me and what makes an item worth keeping in my life you start to to understand which things do make sense and which don't which things are just taking up space with 
little return on that space right versus taking up space but when you look at them there is a there's an attachment and a memory to them that you don't have from other things in your life right it's interesting because like I don't have I wouldn't say that I have like a lot of things from like my grandma or my my mom or whatever right like I do have a lot of things from them sorry excuse me but I couldn't tell you oh these specific things right I have to keep these things from my mom right we have our cosmograph which once the kids get older we'll be able to do more but um that I won't ever get rid of right because that's something that people love they like to do those things and but I have a blanket that I made after my grandma passed away. It's our the pink blanket that has mm-hmm. the tassels on it. And she didn't make it for me. But I, in that period after her passing, I made so many more. I say made so many things. Right. And that was like my way of being close to her. Right. And it was, I don't know. It was just like nice to be close to her. And now like I, she had made me a snuggle blanket when I was really young and it was so tattered. And there was a comment that was made about how ragged it was and everything. And so in my frustration, thinking that maybe this person would just stop antagonizing me about it or whatever, like would that it, you know, that it's like maybe they'd be happy with me, right? Because I felt like maybe there was like some judgment. I went and I threw it away and I was so sad to not have that anymore. Right. But then remaking this blanket, like when I look at it, I know the pattern is different. Right. But it's like the same thing. Yeah. And so even though I don't want to get rid of that blanket, like even though I know I could get rid of that blanket, I'm like, I don't want to get rid of it because right. it's, it does have so much sentimental value yeah. to it because it's like I wrapped myself in it after her passing. Right. And so it's like when I look at that blanket, I like am immediately transported back to my childhood, even though it wasn't the blanket that I stuffed. There was a night that I stuffed my snuggle blanket into a, into a backpack and I could not for the life of me find it because I had forgotten that it was in the backpack. And I remember as a five years old, I was like thinking, I was like, where did I put it? Where did I put it? And eventually remembering. And I'm like, man, I was, I thought really complexly as a five year old. (laughs) Like uh, five, six year old. I was like, I did not. I'm like, man, this is interesting. Anyway, I remember I was like, oh, that's right. I put it in the backpack because I remembered that I would like I, I wanted to take it on the adventure with me. And so I finally went and I figured out where it was and I opened the backpack and I was so happy. But I just like I did not like sleeping out without my blanket. Right. It was very much a thing. So even though the blanket is not the same, yeah, it looks enough similar and was made with her material. Right. And 
did the same thing for me that the snuggle blanket that she made me. Right. And it's like, I can't right now. I cannot get rid of that blanket. Right. Once, once I'm dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoever wants to get rid of it can. Um, or maybe once it's, it's used well enough. Cause it's not really right. even that old. It's let's see. I think it'll be 10 years old this right. December, which yeah. is crazy. That's just insane to me. Anyway. So yeah. So that's a a whole thing. Yeah. We'd better quit while we're ahead or we'll just keep chasing rabbits down holes. Yeah. Um, all this to say, don't quit. There's a lot of stuff that you're hanging on to now, but just use the onion later, layer, do like a layer of decluttering and then like go through stuff again and then like just get what's on top. Yep. And then go one layer deep and yeah. everything. Never feel like it has to all happen at once. Yeah. We've been doing this for almost a year now. Yeah. Which is crazy in and of itself. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, man, we're coming up on a year. I think like end of February, beginning of March. Yeah. Because it was just before number three was born. Mm-hmm. Like a couple months before she was born. And 100% has changed my life. I don't know if it's changed your life. I mean, I know it has. It has to have changed it, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I, like, my personal day-to-day has changed significantly because of it. But I've definitely seen some major changes in what we're able to do in terms of our house and how things are and organized and stuff. And we're just much happier, I feel like. Yeah. Much more at peace. I find myself being way less stressed. And maybe that's part of why not only has our marriage improved, but our surroundings have improved. Right. And understanding each other has improved and understanding our children has improved. And just like overall understanding of the gospel has improved. It's like literally like this last year was just like Heavenly Father's like, I'm going, if you'll let me. Right. I will take everything in your life and I'm going to optimize it for you. I'm right. going to improve it for you. You're going to have to put in the work, but I'll show you how. Right. And in the end, it is going to make your life so much easier. Yeah. For the things that that you don't have to make harder. Right. Right. There are things that are just going to be harder, but these things, let's optimize these things so that right. that way you don't have to be doing those on top of everything else. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, see y'all. That, that's my testimony. <laughs> I, feel like, gotta, I feel like I need to close. <laughs> we got we to just shut it down. If we don't just shut it down, it's not going to happen. Uh, I don't want to shut it down. I just want to keep talking. Four, three, two. Bye. No, no. All right. Bye-bye. I see this is just something you're not open to. Bye.
Hello, 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 la 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 la